Hi, this is Sheikah. Hi, this is Emily. This is the Sheikah and Emily show. Booyah. <laughs> Wasn't that what like Ron on a Kim Stoppable or Kim Impossible oh, yeah. would say? What was Kim it? Kim Impossible. I think Booyah. 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 I think that's something like the army says too or something similar. Um, Hoorah the is Marines, what the, the, the Marines, they say hooey. Gosh, what is it actually? It's similar to hoorah, but it's like more nuanced than that. So does the army say hoorah? Well, I don't know what the army says, but I know that the Marines say what they say. Hoo-ah is what the army says. What do you even call it? Because it's like not a motto. Chant. Hoorah. Chant. Hoorah versus hoo-ah. <laughs> That's what popped up when I Googled it. It says hoorah versus hoo-ah. I'm clicking on it. To see what it says. It's a battle cry, is what they call You were in ROTC in high school? Is this I correct? I was for like two or three years. I think two years. I did it at first for a gym credit because I didn't want to be in gym class. And um, so that was an alternative. Um, I mean, it was like a class that I would take. And once a week, you had to dress up. In the uniform. So if I wanted to wear a skirt, I had to wear tights. So I had to buy tights. and um, Or I could wear pants, but tights were fun sometimes with the skirts. Um, but at the very like minimal thing, you just had to wear the uniform and go to class and stuff. But they had different other activities that you could do. So I, like everything I do, I get really involved in whatever it is that I'm into at the moment, which at the time was JROTC. And so... Um, I, we had a step team, and so we would, like, perform at, like, halftime, um, or, like, at the, uh, what are those called, pep, pep rallies, and then, um, at football games, we would, at the beginning, we would do the, uh, what is that song? <laughs> I can't think of <laughs> Not the Pledge of the, uh, the Star Spangled Banner? The anthem, the national anthem. Uh, the yeah. national anthem, that's <laughs> the one. We would present the flag colors there, and mm. then um, during football games, um, whenever we had a touchdown, um, we would do the number of push-ups of the score, and oh. we did that in high school, and um, we would go to, like, parades, so, like, Martin Luther King Parade, like, Veterans Day, for, like, there are different parades, you know, mm-hmm. and we would march in the parades, and one time I got to lead the um, parade and I, I got to call, uh, I don't remember all the terminology anymore, but I got to call the steps. So mm-hmm. lift, 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 right, right. And I had to really work on, cause my voice can be loud, but it's not, it's like a shrill <laughs> when, sure. my, when I try to talk loud and so I had to like really work from like getting it from like my gut and just like Uh being at a level where people can understand me um and I even went to camp so like I went to it was like a boot camp kind of and like you know in the movies where you see them like do like the obstacle course like I had to do that um and I ate those uh what are those meals that oh yeah the packaged ones the packaged Um, meal oh my gosh um (laughs) I keep thinking of every other three-letter acronym that it's not. Like, I thought of MPG, which is miles per gallon. I thought of GRE, which is also not it. It's MREs. Um, MRE, yeah. 
And like we look like that's what we ate for like every meal. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and like some of them, because like you never knew what you were gonna get. And uh-huh. so like you you get it and you're like, oh, okay. Like, is it gonna <laughs> be a good one? Is it not going to be? And then like, yeah. And so it it was a fun experience. Um Did you feel really patriotic? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I just felt like something that I was doing but i don't think i ever really like associated it with like america and you know okay um but there was a point where i did talk about going into uh i can't think of any of the right words um but like signing up for the army or something Mm -hmm. ours was associated with uh the flying ones Uh Um. (laughs) uh-huh the navy (laughs) Wait. Is it the Navy? No, it's the Air no, Force. No, the Navy is the Air Force. The, Air Force. Oh <laughs> the my Navy. Gosh. Our listeners are gonna be like, These "We're really, girls. we're really getting this one right." We both have master degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're acing this. Yes, one hundred percent. I promise, we're smart in like some areas. Um, but yes, the Air Force. It was associated with the Air Force. So I don't think I ever would have joined the Army. No, nothing's wrong with the Army or any of the other branches of service. Um. But that's just kind of like what I knew. And uh, so I like talked to my mom about it. And she was like very just like unsure of it all. And I was like, they can pay for college and like all this stuff. And she was just like, I mean, if it's like something that you really want to do, but like really think about it. But then mm-hmm. by the time it was like junior year, I was kind of doing something else. Can you imagine if you went into the Air Force, like how much different your life would be? Yeah, right. That's so wild. I played basketball in middle school and for one year in high school, I played it entirely too long. I did not enjoy my time and I often wonder why I played for so long and then I wonder like how much different my life could have been just based on picking a different activity yeah. in, in those years. I'm not, uh, yeah, so it's not like, it's not equatable to your time in the um you said the j-r-o-t-c there we go it sounds like you enjoyed it like you stuck it out you had fun you got to lead a parade i didn't get to lead a parade (laughs) no it was it was good um like i said i really liked it i joined because i didn't like you only had to do it for i think a semester because that's how long like that's how I think our schoolwork was on semesters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's all you needed for like a gym credit. I don't remember all the rules. But anyway, like I didn't need to do it more than a year. Um, and so the fact that I did it for two years means I really liked it. But um, yeah, when they, and then it came to, you know, there's other things that I wanted to do and socially like, mm-hmm. It wasn't like all the popular kids were in JROTC. Not that that's the reason why I stopped because that's not something that I cared about. Um, yeah. But, you know, the rest of my friends weren't really in that scene anymore. So, Whenever you did the push-ups for the football games, did mm-hmm. you 
Did you volunteer for like the earlier shifts? Oh yeah. I mean, there was one time where like our football team was pretty good, especially my freshman year. So I was Mm -hmm. involved my freshman sophomore year. Um, We had a football player named Felix Jones, and then he went and played for Arkansas, and then he also played um, professional for like a season or two and Mm. so like we were really good like one time we beat jinx and like triple (gasps) overtime good and so i I (laughs) was i needed to get those push-ups out of the way early Uh (laughs) yeah um i've been thinking about how the past two weeks we have not checked in on your sweets <laughs> and <laughs> I was thinking about it today and I thought you know what that's fine because you know it's fine and then I thought about how I suggested for myself that I was going to potentially implement something mm-hmm. and the thing that I was thinking about implementing but I couldn't remember at the time that we were recording I was thinking about doing push-ups every day oh and I have not done that and so I guess this is my way of saying I haven't been doing push-ups but no one knew that I wanted to so um I have not been doing great with my sweets thing but this week so far I've been doing good but Saturday I'm eating a cookie cake so (laughs) (laughs) do you have it on your calendar I have it on my calendar (laughs) and it's a double decker one it's like I, I'm pitching in for it, so like I want a bite. <laughs> so just letting you guys all know. <laughs> Saturday, eating cookie cake. Eating cookie cake, and I'm also going to a bridal shower, and so yeah, who knows? Um, is that separate and apart from the cookie cake? It is. The cookie cake okay. is a uh, friend's birthday. Gotcha. Then, uh, we're the shower earlier that day, but. Yeah, so I have been, I'm going to be in a wedding in April, so I've been trying to, you know, working on my fitness, and mm-hmm. it's been okay. Um, <laughs> I, like, just got some new sports bras, so um, that helps a lot, because <laughs> I'm like, I can't really get, like, too into it, because I don't want them, like, bouncing around, sure. um, and so now the girls are secure, and I can get really into it. So whenever, when I was still pumping and I get really full, I didn't want to do any like active, like jumping or moving like cardio kind of workout. So I do like strength, strength training and stuff like that or working on my core. I'm using like Apple fitness. They have like a workout app and they post videos every week. And so they have different categories and Kelby and I really like it. And so I was doing core stuff for a while and sometimes that incorporates like push-ups or maybe that was the strength training I don't remember anyway like do you know they do like the modified push-up and then like some trainers do like the full one and I always do like a modified one like I've never really been that great at doing push-ups even probably at the prime of my fitness journey (laughs) I could do maybe like a handful and so um Kelby does a lot of strength training workouts and so like one time I was like walking in the living room and he's just like doing the push-ups and like he like did them all and I was just like huh (laughs) I was really impressed but I'm just like you you didn't need to do the modified ones it's just it's just me okay (laughs) 
And he really does like he does a good job at doing all of the workouts at like like full capacity. Full capacity. Where I'm like, nah, I need to do okay, this. Kelby is also like and I mean no offense to you or I. Kelby is like an official athlete. Like he played lacrosse, a field sport. In college. What did you say? I said in college. So he played like on a college level. Oh yeah. And like soccer yeah he played soccer in high school and then he even did it um for a couple years like post college with like adults see this is a sports podcast (laughs) (laughs) just kidding um yeah so he better not be uh what's the word modified modifying yeah well yeah but he hadn't been like it hasn't been like he was like actively doing all this stuff and then doing these workouts. Sure. But I, I get your point. Yes. I mean, if he needs to, he can. If you're listening, Kelby, do whatever you need to do. But <laughs> I'm not your coach. Whatever. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> I was on a I was I played inter intramural water polo one time. Really? So, yeah, that was really fun. Is it the shallow end? It was okay. Actually, let me rephrase. I played intramural inner tube water polo. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Completely different. You put your butt in an inner tube and then you splash around and you play water polo. That sounds fun. Did you ever fall out of the tube? Um, I don't recall. It wasn't very like, um, not impactful like we didn't like really come into contact with each other okay um it was kind of more akin to like volleyball Mm. in a sense where it was like you were more surrounded by your team so you weren't really like coming at each other um I don't remember falling in I don't remember if we were or like I think we were just in I don't remember if we were like in the shallow or like a deep end I, I, it might have been just like um oh what's the kind of pool where you just it's like lanes that swimmers just like a lap pool in? a lap pool thank you yeah I think it was in a lap pool it was really fun and I was surprised I had so much fun because at the time of playing I still didn't know how to swim officially Mm -hmm. and so I did not like I have at that point like I had swum underwater and stuff swam swum what (laughs) I promise we are smart in other (laughs) ways um I had experienced being underwater before um, but I would always need to like hold my nose. I mean, I still probably need to hold my nose. But to be like thrown into the pool or to like fall into the water, something like that was something that I was like not qu- quite equipped for. So oh, the yeah. fact that I willingly chose to participate in a water sport that was like had some sort of impact to it. Um, it was really out of my comfort zone, but I did it, and I think we might have won, but we also maybe didn't. Um, but I do remember I had my nose pierced at the time, and we couldn't wear, we couldn't have any piercings in, um, in case anything happened, and so I took it out, and then 
there was some issue with like putting it back in and that kind of bummed me out and then then my nose wasn't pierced and that was how that happened interesting Mm -hmm. I don't remember you playing water polo but that's really interesting that yeah like you said like you willingly signed up to Mm -hmm. do that because I'm not a great strong swimmer and that's something that I wouldn't I would I have to ask like 20,000 questions before I could even think Mm -hmm. about joining and I doubt whenever you signed up they were able to answer all those questions (laughs) so like I am very impressed for your bravery (laughs) thank you that also reminds me that I played and honestly you might have played too I don't remember but I played in the um Shoot, what do you call that game where it's kind of like foot- flag football? Flag football. Yeah, I played flag yeah. football too. Yeah, so whenever I played flag football, I recall that they did not teach the rules of the game. And I know like a vague amount of football rules in terms of like yardage and the end zone that really basic stuff Mm -hmm. but I didn't know like what the specifics of flag football were and so the first play that I was in I was along like the I was running along the sidelines and I was trying to prevent one of my opponents from getting the ball and if I were a normal football player, I can't think of the posi- the correct position that I would have been, but I would have tackled this person, mm-hmm. I imagine. You but, didn't know to pull the flag? Well, so like I knew that tackling wasn't a thing, but I knew that like pulling the f- like pulling their flag off like rendered them tackled essentially. Mm-hmm. So I pulled her flag, and then something else happened on the field very soon after that like the play was very quick and then the person whose flag I pulled started getting very upset and started yelling at the ref to tell the to have the ref tell me that I was playing the game wrong and I'm thinking like well I'm right here you can tell me what I did wrong because like I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm happy to learn um but apparently you're not supposed to pull a flag off of someone in flag football unless they are carrying the ball yeah which she wasn't doing. I just so didn't just... want her to. Ca- I just didn't want her to catch it. <laughs> but I didn't know. No, that's funny. Yeah, I don't have a very good sports career. I only played flag football for like I wasn't like part of the team. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't like join, but someone needed like substitutes, like because uh, we were, I played with my sorority and they needed substitutes for a game. And so mm-hmm. I wasn't, maybe you were on it and you're like, hey, you should come. I don't remember. But yeah, because that's who I played for. And I I might have been a substitute. I don't think I was, I was not officially <laughs> yeah. on the team. Well, I, I remember. Rules. Yeah. I, so I like, like, sure. Yeah, I'll go. And we played and apparently like they, this team that we played has been like the uh, championship. Like they, they're like, they take it very seriously. So we show up to the field. And they were called the Black Mambas. And I, I remember I remember almost everything about that game. And um, we're like a bunch of girls in a Christian sorority just doing it for fun. And I'm just doing it because I needed to. And um, versus like the Black Mambas, like they were just like 
very competitive, like wanted to win. Like they had like, like coaches, they had like people on the sidelines, like cheer them on. Like they, like they took it very, very seriously versus like our phylum team, which probably had like half of it were substitutes and mm-hmm. just like all this stuff. And I remember they were so serious and like, they were mean and like, it's, funny because like I knew some of those girls on the team like I went to high school with them like I knew who they were and so like one person one girl got in my face not a girl that I knew but like at the point that she got in my face like the Christian gloves were coming off like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I had had it and the girl like one of the girls I went to high school was like hey 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 like it's cool it's cool and I was like yeah you better get your girl because she's about to get these hands and um I mean I probably would have gotten my butt kicked I've never been in a fight (laughs) but I'm I would go in it confident (laughs) so um like my uh, one of the girls on our team, they like ripped her shirt. So like her shirt was like ripped, like her boobs were coming out. And like it was it was an intense game. Was this game in the daytime? Yeah. Could have been the same game. <laughs> I feel like you you would remember if it was this like no, intense of a I game. Remember, all I remember is I was on the left side of the field. I was <laughs> running towards the west and I pulled this girl's flag and like almost as soon as I did that the play ended and she yelled a lot and then I think I like put I think I willingly put myself on the bench (laughs) I am not a good athlete when I whenever I did play basketball I think it was my eighth grade year I would I would usually play the last two minutes of the game purely out of like the coach felt obligated to play every player and (laughs) I so badly wanted to tell the coach like don't worry about it this game coach like I will continue to sit I do not need to play in this game I don't care if we're winning I don't care if we're losing just (laughs) you don't need to this particular game it was a home game. My mom was watching. She she came to a few of my games, which, like, that was really nice of her. But it also kind of made me feel bad. But it also made me feel like more of an athlete. Anyway, we're playing. We're on our team's side of the court. And I get past the ball. And I was so nervous because I was so bad at basketball that even during practice my teammates didn't want to practice with me (laughs) and so whenever someone passes me the ball I don't have any muscle memory of what to do next (laughs) and so what do I do I pass it to the person defending me oh Emily (laughs) and I, I pass it to her and then I hear my coach grade yeah I was in eighth grade I am not an athlete that's even like acceptable if you're like six well I didn't play basketball whenever I was six and maybe if I did I would have been able to have the confidence to say I don't like this I don't want to play but for some reason I wasn't able to say that later I played basketball for four years wow yeah in the first year I was kind of good like that was fifth grade like that was kind of in that sweet spot of they had all the kids play and it was a YMCA league 
Yeah. Um, a YMCA team. They had all the kids play and I didn't get like a ton of minutes, but I felt like effective mm-hmm. whenever I was on the court. And then I kept playing and no longer felt effective. Yeah. And the thing is, is that like, I do enjoy basketball. I like, in, I enjoy playing it, but I enjoy playing it more in like a casual setting. One time at church camp, we played a a game, I guess it's considered a pickup game, and it was a bunch of the female campers versus the male campers, mm-hmm. and it was like a big deal because we had, um, I think we had like a, what division was she? We had a like a state winning basketball player on mm-hmm. on the women's team. She was like a 2A or a 3A. She was from a 2A or a 3A high school. Cool. She was very very good. Also intimidating on on the basketball court. And so whenever we were getting this game organized and she was like, "You're going to play, right?" and I'm like, cuz I didn't want to embarrass myself next to this, you know, true athlete. Yeah. And but I decided I was like, "You know what? Like we need other you know it can't just be like a team of five like people need rest and stuff so I went ahead and like joined the team and I I played like most of the game and I was I was a very it was the most effective basketball game I've ever played in like personally and Mm -hmm. I maybe even like scored some points and it was like it was aggressive too um and so in a way like that was kind of like personally validating of like okay see I I can be good at this game or like I can enjoy this game in the right like setting yeah I guess so the thing about me is I think I'm good at pretty much everything I do say that again. which I said the thing about me is that I think I'm pretty good at everything that I do Mm. and whether other people believe that to be true or not um you know Mm. is their opinion but I'm just like if I want to do it I'm gonna do it and I don't care if you don't think I'm very good (laughs) So, on that note, do you think you're good at bowling? I don't care about bowling. Okay, but that wasn't a question. I know, but, like, I don't don't care about bowling, so I don't try at bowling. So, therefore, like, you know, would you say, like, you know you're not good, or you're not even willing to, like, make that judgment? I mean, I am okay. I don't really, but, again, like, I don't know, I'm not really trying, so I don't. Mm -hmm think i can say like i i wouldn't say i'm good sure i wouldn't say i'm like terrible i just mm. don't really try when i'm bowling just throw the ball all right i shouldn't have brought it up but at most things i'm not very good at but it doesn't stop me from thinking that i'm lebron james or kobe <laughs> bryant or tom brady or serena williams or beyonce <laughs> You know, Bill Gates. I'm dope at everything. <laughs> um, speaking of Beyonce, are you aware that Blue Ivy won a Grammy? I am definitely aware of that. For uh, I think the video, Black. I don't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. I know she, Beyonce won a Grammy for Black Parade, but I don't know if that was the video that she won. I th- I think it was like, like Brown Girl or something. Um, yeah, they uh they won best music, best music video for Brown Skin Girl. That was Brown Blue Skin. Ivy's Grammy. 
Yeah. And then Beyonce also won. Um, well, Savage, the song, won mm-hmm. a Grammy. And so I, I think that means Beyonce has a Grammy for that. She won for the video. And then um, she won something for Black Parade. And she also won Best Rap Performance for the, uh, Savage. And then that one also won Best Rap Song, which I think she wrote lyrics for the song. So I think she won two Grammys for Savage, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and Best Rap Song is a songwriting award. and mm-hmm. Yeah, so she won that. And then she won uh, R&B Performance for Black Parade. So for her singing Black Parade, and then she won the music video for Brown Skin Girl. Grammys are so weird. Well, I remember looking, because I always, I don't watch award shows. Um, mm-hmm. I will look at, like, the list of people who, like, performed, and then, like, the mm-hmm. next day I might, like, YouTube that performance, and then, like, mm-hmm. if someone's talking about, like, a specific thing that happened, then I'll, like, YouTube that, but I don't spend i used to watch the whole thing like in high school and stuff but i've stopped doing that and um so i was looking at the list of who won and i was like oh beyonce won for this and then for best song and then rap performance and kelby was like asking me all these questions and he was like well where did they perform savage and i was like well i don't think they performed it anywhere because I've, I've tried to find them performing it together like in the past and mm-hmm. he was like well it says performance so what's the difference between that and like song so that's why I knew the songwriting yeah. versus the- <laughs> well, <laughs> honestly I'm glad you brought that up I was so I was reading the winners list earlier today and I'm realizing like not that I'm out of touch with the music industry but I'm to a point where I'm not listening to these songs like as they are coming into like coming into the culture mm-hmm. and so certain artist names or like song names like I don't know like what is the proper way to pronounce them oh, yeah. and so I, so I'm realizing this and it makes me start to feel like a little bit old but then in reading the list of the winners the very first two is record of the year and album of the year which to me sounds like the same thing so I had to google it between the difference and it's basically the record of the year is for a single Mm -hmm. on the album and then album of the year is the whole album that is just kind of strange and so that performance question was one that I actually had but I just like didn't think about like I didn't think that it wouldn't be other than like a live performance but now that you say that like that makes a ton of sense if they're going to have distinguished like songwriting credits or like songwriting awards that sort of thing like it makes sense that it's also like a performance award of like your vocal track was award-winning mm-hmm definitely you can also win a grammy for the packaging of your record which for some reason blew my mind (laughs) so beyonce um is like the first female artist and i think artist if i'm pretty sure that it's just like the most uh grammys of an artist like a performer um Mm -hmm. with 28 but like a composer is like leading the all-time uh, Grammy 
record at 31, I believe. Do you know who that is? I don't know their name. And, um, like, I saw it, but I didn't remember it. So Beyonce could, could definitely take that record if this person has, like, retired. Uh, but if they're or still... A, what if they're just, like, a big Beyonce fan and so they just, like, <laughs> bow out of making music for a year? I, I just need Beyonce to, like, hold this record. Beyonce um, can have this one. Yeah, and so, like, because there's, there's so many. And I always read all through through all of it, even though I only really, like, care about, like, a couple... Mm-hmm. But there are so many different uh, areas. But the, I remember there was one area that only had, like, two nominees. And I was like, you have, like, a 50-50 shot of winning a Grammy. And, like, what if they're, like, always, the, like, two, like, the only two people, like, nominated and they just go, like, back and forth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. I was like, ooh, maybe I need to do this for my <laughs> livelihood and I can win a Grammy. Really game the system. <laughs> I didn't realize that musical theater was a category for the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Children's. Children's. Best children's music album only had two yes. nominees. And I feel like that is something I can definitely tap in as having... Absolutely. <laughs> I redo songs all the time for my boy. So I definitely think I can. I can win a Grammy for it. So start recording yourself. I already am. <laughs> so, um, I was, you know, like the news articles will be like, oh, the Grammys happen, like the local station. And um, they'll post their things on like Facebook, which is where I see their news stories. And, you know, people comment on these news stories. And um, I didn't like go to read them, but I did just see one. And they were talking about... Uh, like the outfits that some of the performers were wearing and they're like my son or my grandson was watching this with me and I had to tell him to close his eyes or I had to turn the channel because it was so provocative and like all this stuff and so like I watched it and I was like it's nothing like it's basically like they were wearing a swimsuit like mm-hmm. as have you ever taken your grandson to the pool before like mm-hmm. um not that big of a deal Megan Thee Stallion did a good job performing. I liked her performance. She mostly, like, she just, like, danced. But I'm also, like, really impressed because, you know, like, male around, and, it, like, that's the whole thing with different, like, genders and their their performances and the different things they have to do. Like, Jay-Z, mm-hmm. when he performs a song, he's, like, in pants and a t-shirt and, like, a hat, and he's just, like, standing and walking the stage and he's rapping. But then you have, like, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, and they're, you know, in their outfits. And sometimes they start off, like, a big extravagant thing, and then they take it off, and they're in, you know, like a, I like a, I can't think of what that's called. Uh, like a quick change? No, not not the act of quick changing, but, like, a bodysuit or something like that. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, and they're not just rapping, like... Like, they were, like, full-on, like, dancing and, like, perf- like basically, like, a like a pop performer, which is, like, kind of what they're, they are. But, mm-hmm. you know, they're, like, R&B hip-hop rappers. And so, you're, like, you don't expect Jay-Z to be, like, doing this whole choreography while, like, also rapping. And so, mm-hmm. I was just, like, really impressed with, like, that. 
because I can't. And I, I think they were just like, you know, like lip syncing, but Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine like trying to like correctly lip sync to a rap song while also like doing this extravagant choreography. Like it's a lot. They did a good job. I didn't see the other performances, but I'll have to watch it. I haven't, I haven't watched any videos. I'm sure that person is mad about the costumes because they are talented, incredible black women who are performing. And this person has an issue with it. Oh, yeah. Because I'm thinking about, like, the Super Bowl. Like, the halftime Super Bowl. People are usually, like, super pumped about the performance. Or maybe, like, kind of regardless of if they're into the performer or not. Mm-hmm. And, like, Katy Perry. Like, I'm looking at what Cardi B was wearing during the performance at the Grammys. And I'm thinking about Katy Perry's, like, beach ball bikini thing that she wore several years back during the super bowl which like i'm sure nobody complained about and it's the same thing Mm -hmm. it's just not beach balls you're just mad because it's cardi b yeah you don't like she could be wearing anything and you would still be upset Mm -hmm. truth yeah trevor noah was the host and i love trevor noah and this is like a new thing um I never watched The Daily Show, um, and then during quarantine at some point, I think it came on my Hulu after I watched, like, SNL, and it, like, kind of, like, played, um, and I was, like, watching an episode, and I was, like, oh, I was, like, laughing really hard, and I watched a stand-up before, um, and I thought he was pretty funny, and this little South African accent, and I'm, like, oh, mm-hmm. you're so cute, and <laughs> so I did, like, a deep dive on his Instagram the other day. Mm. and i was like i like trevor noah and um that's what i have to say about that so hey trevor i'm married but hey (laughs) like and subscribe trevor (laughs) have us on our show trevor (laughs) i think he wrote a book that is apparently supposed to be very good Mm. he wrote a book called born a crime and mm, he yeah. talks about his um his parents. I he I believe his mom is his mom white. is black. His mom is black and his dad is white. Yeah. And I I recall hearing an interview of him at the time he was doing like press for the book talking about how their family would be walking down the street together like strolling on an afternoon and like his parents would intentionally walk separate from each other and how there was like an assumption that his mom was the caretaker Mm -hmm. and not his mom yeah it's very sad yeah it's very sad that that has to be something that families do like for preventative measures it's very sad that there's people who think it's a big deal it is very sad so if you're into trevor noah try reading his book yeah I might have to add that. Not that I have a lot of time for reading, but I might have to add that to my list. Since I'm a big Trevor fan now. Trevor head, whatever. <laughs> you know how like <laughs> Is that his fan fan club? <laughs> his fan club. But I just We're made Trevor up. heads. <laughs> We're Trevor heads. Ah. How about the wait, no. I'm trying to make a Noah's Ark connection and that's just uh. not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get into Noah's uh. Ark. <laughs> anyway <laughs> oh my gosh 
so yeah, he he was the host of the Grammys, and I don't think this has to do with anything with like him, but um, the Grammys like how many people watched or tuned in to the live performance, the number went like was like way down. Even like they figured it would they would have like a decrease in like viewership. It was like mm-hmm. way more than they thought it mm. would have been and i just think like you think it's because of trevor noah no i don't think it's because of trevor noah i think oh. it's just like the time like that used to be a big big deal and i know it still is to some people but like you don't have to sit there and watch you know two or three hours of like an award show you mm-hmm. can just hit the highlights the next day and yeah. um the fact that it's kind of like socially distanced i don't know it's just you know I think people were just like, eh, about it. And so I'm interested in knowing, like, how long award shows like that will be a thing. Yeah, that's a good point. And frankly, I, I was just listening to an interview with Amy Poehler, and she was talking about, because um, she hosts the, she's hosted the Golden Globes a few times, mm-hmm. and she made, a, like, a remark about how normally those... Like, the Golden Globes is, like, a room full of actors that are just, like, really hungry and waiting for the show to be over so that they can, like, they're not really enjoying themselves. Yeah. Everyone just wants to eat. And so, if you are even, like, a person who's nominated and you're in attendance and you're not having fun, then that doesn't also make for good television. That's true. I want to see the after parties, man. Yeah. That's what should be televised, even though yeah, I'm sure well. it can't be televised. <laughs> yeah. But that'd be fun to see or go to. Mm-hmm. But also, I, f- I feel like it would be so weird to go to a party like that, full of so many people that you recognize. But don't and- really know. But don't know. And then also have, like, no reason to talk to them. <laughs> Yeah, because you'd be like the whole time, be like, what can I say or what can I do to like yeah. strike up a conversation? Uh huh. Like, have you, you've been listening to my podcast, right? And I'm. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of the, what, like 14 people who <laughs> chime in? That's you, right? You and your family, your whole family listens. How cool. Like, I saw you looking over here. I just thought <laughs> I'd just come and break the ice. I am Shika from the Shika mm-hmm. and Emily show. You are correct. That is me. That is us. We Typically, are I don't sign autographs, but for you, why not? Why not? I brought a pin. <laughs> Here's my headshot. It's a selfie that I just took. <laughs> And also, here's a um, pre-stamped envelope for you to just... <laughs> we can go ahead and be pen pals if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I would have nothing to say to anybody at that party. But the thing is, the thing is, they're going to be, like, drinking. Because, like, those parties, it's, like, an open bar. And so... That doesn't mean they want to talk to a weirdo. Like, no. a no-name weirdo. No. But that means... That you're going to, have you ever been to a bar with a bunch of drunk girls before? You make friends very easily and you just got to be there. And so like. Well, you have to go to the bathroom is what you have to do. Yeah, you have to go to the bathroom. So you just spend your evening in the bathroom. (laughs) Go to the bathroom with supplies. You need tampons. You need lipstick in a few different shades. Probably like a few different styles of earrings. Like in case someone loses an earring, you can just give them a whole new pair. 
get all of the essentials of- and then just practice saying oh my gosh i love this song and then mm-hmm. you guys will go and dance and be best friends for the rest of the night or they'll confuse you for like the bathroom attendant and they'll <laughs> tip you money <laughs> maybe that's what i'll do i'll just <laughs> i'll just become the bathroom attendant you do that i'm gonna be dancing on the floor with celebrities okay. but you ain't I, got in the bathroom <laughs> i would not i probably wouldn't mm, maybe i would but i would have to Okay, for me to dance in that situation, I just I just have to commit to it from the very beginning and then never leave. The dance floor? Yeah. Like you I get I can't drinks. I can't right? be going No, I can't even be drinking. I can't be drinking. <laughs> I can't be going to the bathroom. I have to just know that I'm going to be dancing. I'm serious. For like 4 hours. <laughs> yeah. I have endurance whenever I want to. Because where was that spirit in eighth grade basketball? (laughs) Okay, basketball is different. Okay, so like if I'm dancing and say that I've been dancing for like an hour and I feel a little bit more comfortable, I'm like finding my groove, I'm like my inhibitions are are lowering and I'm still sober. Like I, I don't have any, I'm not, I'm not getting like too drunk or anything. I don't have to pee, anything like that. If I leave the bat or if I leave the dance floor, then I'll have to like hype myself up to join it again and then I'll have to like find my groove again. But if I just okay. stay on there, I would start to blend in so much that no one is like, oh, that girl has never left the floor. They'll just never see me. Okay. <laughs> That's my thought. But if I did leave and I like went to the bathroom or something and came back and then they would be like, isn't that the bathroom attendant? Why is she <laughs> dancing? <laughs> They're like, oh my gosh, the bathroom attendant. Yay. That's what would happen. She was so fun in the bathroom. Oh Look my at gosh, her moves. my bathroom bestie. You're right. Like so many friendships have wanted to have started from the women's restroom that was a weird sentence <laughs> a, a little bit but we all we all know what you're talking about good old bathrooms and bars good old public restrooms actually so a while back we were we were talking about like what we thought wouldn't come back after the pandemic mm-hmm. and similar to that i was trying to think of something that i haven't done since the pandemic mm-hmm. and going to a public restroom is one thing that I have not done and whenever I remembered this I thought about all the times that like like not wanting mm, let me think of how I want to say this okay I usually don't want to make any noise whatsoever when I'm in a public restroom as if people like aren't aware of like the business that happens mm-hmm. in such a room. Um, I, I tend to want to be as quiet as possible, which makes things uncomfortable. It, like it makes it hard to to do your business. Yeah. And so I was thinking about this in conjunction with like tampons and such and how the packaging on tampons is often now marketed as like, a quiet wrapper and that sort of thing 
so that way you can be discreet when you're in a place like a public restroom. However, in a public restroom, the people in the bathroom are aware that periods are a thing. Yeah. And so if you're opening a tampon, good. I'm glad that's what you're doing. So I was basically thinking that it would be kind of funny if in the future I'm in a public restroom, I'm using a tampon, I'm opening it up, and instead of like endeavoring to be as quiet as possible, I just like, I'm opening a tampon! Yeah! (laughs) I'm gonna take that, I'm gonna take that out. And I haven't had that thought, but, um, I don't think I've ever noticed anyone opening a tampon, like, like, oh, they're opening a tampon. I don't think I've ever mm. noticed that. I I notice when people are quiet in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like you walk in and it's quiet and you see someone's feet and then they don't make a noise the whole time uh-huh. they're in there. And then you yeah. leave and they're still in there. And yeah. like they're waiting for you to leave so they can poop. Uh-huh. But like it's also like you can just do it like right because and I, and I hope I hope no one comes in after me but then I always feel bad when like someone does well but at that point like okay because I've certainly been like the quiet person before who's done exactly what you just explained and if a person then comes in again what I have to decide is, is like to do my business quickly. And then that way, like if I don't want to be seen, if I don't want my face associated with what I'm doing, then I can just finish, get out, wash my hands, leave, and then they'll never see me. But then I have like this weird inclination that they'll remember what my shoes look like. And then later in the store, we'll like, cross each other and on the path and they'll see my shoes and they'll be like oh you're the girl that just pooped in the bathroom but like no one really cares right like that's what the bathroom is for i don't care like it's kind of funny if it's like super loud like but i'm not like i'm like oh my gosh there's like super loud poop in there but i'm not like that girl was the one who was pooping super loud oh my gosh like i don't really care like we all do it yeah I wish we could just, because, you know, I'm pretty sure the, the, the same thing, maybe it happens in the men's restroom. I don't know if it's like a woman thing or if it's a thing that happens in the men's room. But, like, I don't think my husband's, like, waiting for people to leave the men's room so he can poop. Like, I think he mm-hmm. just goes in there and does it. <laughs> so I feel like the men's room is, I, I mean, it's a whole different ball game. And so that's got, I, I feel like that would be easier to poop in a men's restroom just because there probably is like more people coming and going. I don't know. But then like you're singled out because like you are the guy in the stall. I try my hardest not to use public restrooms pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. during the pandemic, post-pandemic. and post-pandemic. I just like my own toilet. I just like my own toilet. All right. Well, now that I'm talking about poop. I think that's everything. We cleared out our systems. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that's been the Sheikah and Emily show. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye.
Toodles.